worship God together. Here we go. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Hey. I raise a hallelujah no louder than the unbelief. Yeah. I raise a Together. Here we go. I raise a high. 
Never stop working. Never stop. Never stop working. Say it. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Hey. phones but when you read it for yourself and you apply it to your life it becomes alive Philippians 4 6 says do not be anxious about anything it don't matter nothing instead in every situation and we have a situation by prayer and petition does that mean call out to God with thanksgiving don't ever forget what he's done for you if he did it before he'll do it again come on church present your request to God father we come before you God in a worldwide prayer father this is the big C church father collectively in different homes farmlands bunkers underground above ground wherever we may be God as believers knowing that you are the way maker God we're coming together with hands lifted up proclaiming that you are sovereign you're in control and we ask that you start by giving us peace God let us represent who you are in our lives lives let us be the light in the middle of the darkness God 
let us never forget that we are not alone father i pray over anybody that's going through this fear that's overpowering them i rebuke that in the name of jesus i pray god that they break through and that they replace that fear with faith believing that you are going to do something and you're going to repair this situation like you've done it before we pray this in the mighty name of jesus amen can we sing that song one more time if you're sitting in your couch, put that coffee aside, put that breakfast aside, put that lunch aside, and let's focus on worshiping God. And let's do this part here. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you never stop. You've never stopped. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even though...
lift our hands and push all that fear aside. Push all that negativity aside. Ignore what the world is going through outside. Let's just focus. Oh, there's no place for fear. No place for worry. Yeah, yeah. We welcome you. called you by name you are mine when you go through deep waters and great trouble 
I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So before we get in, would you allow me to just lead you in a prayer? And then we're going to get right into this message. Father, we thank you for the moments that we have to come together and to lean into your word. Father, we just pray right now for our country, for everything that is uh, happening. The, the emotions are running high and uh, fear is running high. And God, we just pray that you would cover our nation, cover all of those that are in positions of authority as they make decisions, execute decisions. We pray first and foremost for the welfare of the people, that that would always be the number one priority. And God, beyond them, we pray for our families and our communities where we are feeling it so close to home. So I lift up every family that's watching. We lift up every family that's a part of Lighthouse Church, all the friends and family that have joined them today and gathered. We pray, God, that you would silence, that you would silence the noise of fear and that we would lean in, God, to the calming voice of faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Clap your hands wherever you're at. And you may be seated. You know, normally anytime I'd get into a sermon, I would start with a story that applies. I would, I would, I would introduce the sermon by, by talking about a time. But, you know, we're actually living out that time right now. We are actually living out that story right now. And, and really what this night looks like is tonight is a night where it looks like it is faith over fear. You see, closing church on Sunday was a decision that we didn't make. We didn't get to make that decision. That was a decision that someone else made. And uh, we use a school and a theater that we gather on regularly for Sundays. And so we didn't make that decision. Someone else made that decision for us. But do you want to know what decision we made? We made a decision of faith. We made a decision to rise above. We made a decision to still find a way to make it possible to still bring a gospel message to you. That's choosing faith over fear. Somebody say faith over fear. Now, the Bible actually speaks a lot about fear because it's a real topic and it is something that we deal with. I think the Bible talks about fear some 88 times in the scripture. If, if the Bible is going to repeat something 88 times, you better know it's important. You better know it's something that you should take note of. But, but I, I want to turn our attention to Isaiah 43 and, and read what it says here. It says, do not be afraid. And, and for all of my note takers, and you all know that uh, if you're not taking notes, you should still write this down. The first thing that I want you to write down is we do not need to be afraid. We do not need to be afraid. This is a declaration that I believe applies to us right now more than ever before. God is saying, church, you do not need to be afraid. This world is going into panic mode. I mean, you can't get toilet paper anywhere, <laughs> but you don't have to be afraid. You might not be able to find hand sanitizer anywhere, but you do not need to be afraid. You don't need to get into hysteria. You, you, you don't need to lose your mind right now. You can sleep easy at night because God's word says, do not be afraid. And I want to help you with that. I want you to understand that because you might be saying, well, that's easy for you to say, preacher. You don't know what I'm dealing with right now. Some of the parents in the room, you're like, they just canceled school. Do you know how afraid I am of next week? I'm going to have my kids home with me all week. Ain't nobody got time for that. But in seriousness, some of you might be thinking, I can't. I can't shake off 
this feeling of fear? Pastor, how, how do I shake off the, this, this fear that I have? Well, well here, here, let me give you some reasons how we can shake that off. First and foremost, we read through the scriptures, do not be afraid. And here's the reason why. For I have ransomed you. For I have ransomed you. Second thing to write down, we belong to God. And let me explain that and what that connects and how that all fits into place. Why should we not be afraid? Because we belong to God. What does it mean when the word of God right here says that, that he has ransomed us? When we go to the original text, it says, the Lord our God has redeemed us. It's the language it, use, it uses. It says, the Lord our God has redeemed us. And that word redeemed comes from the Hebrew word ga'al. Ga'al. And that word in the context that is used here, it implies that we were once slaves to something. We were, we were once owned by something and we now have been purchased. The ransom has been paid. Now, if I was going to apply that to how that applies to each and every single one of you here in this room and those of you watching online right now, we were once slaves to sin. You see, we, we were all bound to death. But Jesus became our ransom and he has been purchased and he purchased us by the shedding of his own blood. And now we don't belong to the world and we don't belong to sin. We now belong to Jesus. How many of you know that you belong to him? He ransomed you. He, he purchased you. We belong to him. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad that I belong to Jesus. I said, I am glad that I belong to Jesus. And because I belong to him, I don't have to react like the world reacts. You see, when I made the statement, the world might be losing their mind, and you don't have to lose their mind, and you're wondering, well, well how do I not lose my mind? Well, you don't have to lose your mind because you don't belong to the world. Yeah. Scripture says we are in the world, but we are not of the world. And because we're not of the world, we don't have to behave the way that the world behaves. We believe that we now belong to him. And we take on the posture of those who belong to him. You know, when, when you know who got you, you do not have to be afraid. I know that's terrible English, but that's, but that's hip and cool right now. Somebody say God got you. God got you. That's why the writer said here, the prophet Isaiah wrote, when the water is deep, don't be afraid. When you are in trouble, don't be afraid. When life is difficult, don't be afraid. That's what the writer said. He says, you don't have to be afraid because you belong to him. He purchased us from sin and, 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 and the effects of sin. He, he purchased us as his own. Now, you might be thinking, well, pastor, I... I still every now and then get feelings of fear. Does that make me a bad Christian? No, it doesn't make you a bad Christian. What that does is it makes you human. Yeah. It just makes you human. Because we will always encounter temptations and troubles and, 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 and difficult situations here in this world. But we just need to know that it's not about a thought of fear. It's about allowing that thought to cause us to live in fear. And there's a difference. You, you, you might... Feel afraid in a moment, but you can capture that thought and say, you know what? No, 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 no. I don't need to think like that. I don't need to react like that. I don't have to live in fear because I know who I belong to. I know who I, whose I am. I know who has ransomed me. So you might feel afraid, but don't allow that to cause you to live in fear. 
we, we, we don't live in fear because he has already ransomed us. So, so we reject every single thought that is contrary to God's word and God's plan for us. You know that you have a plan, right? You know that God has a plan for your life. As a matter of fact, that's why we exist as a church. Light has church. That's why we exist, to see you fulfill your God-given potential. Otherwise said, you've got a plan. It's God's plan, and we want to come alongside your journey to see your plan fulfilled. And sometimes when I feel afraid and sometimes when I have a moment when I'm like, oh, my God, fear is gripping me, I think, no, 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 no. I have a plan for my life. And it's not a plan that I thought up. It's a plan that God gave me. And it's a plan that I believe. And it's a plan that I've agreed with. It's a plan that, that I know that God wants the best for me. He, he has good things for me. He's got plans for my future, plans that bring hope. And so I reject every single thought, every thought of panic, every thought of hysteria, every single thought that might get me to, to get in my feelings of fear and say, no, 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 I'm going to reject that thought. Because I know that I don't belong to sin. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. Now, now, let me give you my last point here from our scripture reading today. God said the reason that you do not need to be afraid and, and why you will not be harmed in trouble. And he closes it out is he says, it is because that I am your savior. I am your savior. He, he says here, it's, it's, it's almost as if God is flexing for a second. It says, for I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your savior. The last thing that I want you to write down, make an agreement with God. Make an agreement with God. What God is saying here is the reason you're going to be okay is because I am God. That's like God making a bet on himself. He, he's, he's doubling down on who he is. God is saying, you're going to be okay because I'm God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he flexes in that moment and says, the reason you don't have to live in fear is because I am your Savior. And so the reason we don't live in fear and the reason that we, we trust in him is because God is undefeated. How many of you know that he's the undefeated one? I said, how many you know that he's never lost a battle? There's no sickness that he can't cure. There's no anxiety that he can't bring you out of. There's no depression that he can't save you from. There's nothing too hard from God. And so when God says, you don't got to be afraid, look at my track record. That's how our God flexes, right? Look at my track record. But here's the thing. If you choose not to make an agreement with God, you're making an agreement with the thing that you are fearing. Okay? And what we are saying is don't make an agreement with fear make an agreement with God. Some too many people are making an agreement with a virus and not making an agreement with God. They, they've, they've agreed with a virus because they've bought into it and, and they are so convinced that, that, that it is the end of the world as we know it rather than just making an agreement with God and his sovereignty and his plan. And you see, I, I choose not to make an agreement with a virus. And maybe that's not your struggle. Maybe your, your struggle is anxiety. Don't make an agreement with it. Yeah. Maybe your struggle is depression. Don't make an agreement with it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe your struggle is wondering where your next bill, where your next paycheck is coming from because you've got bills that you've got to pay. Don't make an agreement with that fear. Yeah. Make an agreement with God. Yeah. Make an agreement with him. God is saying, trust me with all your heart, trust me with all your mind, and trust me with all your soul, and then you will not need to live 
afraid. And, and, and that's exactly where I believe we find ourselves as a nation, gripped by fear, uh, uh, afraid of what tomorrow will hold. I talk to people and they're saying, well, do you see what's going on in Italy? How they've imposed curfews and how you, the only place you can leave to is the grocery store. And that's coming, Pastor, that's coming. And, 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 I, and I back off of that talk because I tell them, you don't know that that's coming. I mean, the only one that knows anything is God. So you could either choose to make an agreement with what the news is feeding you or just choose to make an agreement with God. Because even if it does come to that, if I agree with God, I'm going to agree that he saw the ending from the beginning and he's got me. He's got me. I, I choose his plans because he knows what's best for me. And when I choose his plans, overwhelming victory is mine, not because of what I have done, but because Jesus has already won. I said, because Jesus has already won. And so I'm coming to a close now. And uh, I'm going to look into you right now. I'm going to fix my eyes right on that camera and talk to you who are watching from that watch party. First and foremost, I want to tell you, you made a good choice by tuning into the watch party today. And if you are gathered with other people, friends and family that are connected to Lighthouse or not connected to Lighthouse, you made a good choice to tune in today. But I want to talk to you for just a moment. And I really want to talk to your heart for just the next few moments before we close our time together. You see... I want you to take your trust off of a virus. I want you to stop making an agreement with a virus. And I want you to put your trust in Jesus. And like I said earlier, it may not be a virus. It may be something completely different. But I don't want you to make an agreement with whatever that thing is that you are fearing. I want you to make an agreement with Jesus. I want you to make an agreement with his sovereignty. I want you to agree with his plans for you. Because he has a plan for you. And he has a plan for your life. He does. And I want to lead you in prayer. So right where you're at, for those of you watching in a watch party, get into a posture of prayer. Whether that means you're going to stand, stand. If you want to sit, just kind of lean in, sit and lean in. If you want to kneel, you can kneel. Whatever feels comfortable and whatever is appropriate wherever you're watching this message from. But I, I want you to get into a posture of prayer. For those of you that are here, I want you to lean in right now with us as, as we do this together. And where you are at, this is what I want you to do. I want you to quietly call out that thing that you are fearing. For some of you, maybe it is the coronavirus. For some of you, it's something else. Uh, but call that thing out. And then I'm going to guide you in prayer. As you call that thing out, I want you to say, I no longer agree with you. I no longer give you any authority over me and my house. I will live in victory. I will live in the freedom that I have in Jesus and I will live according to his plans for me and I refuse to give in to fear and I am convinced that I will see the goodness of the Lord in every season of my life in Jesus name we pray amen I'm going to invite the worship team to come right back out here and um, I've asked them to sing that song one more time I'm not afraid I just think that's so powerful and uh Continue to pray where you're at at home. Continue to pray at your watch party. Lean in in this moment. I'm going to come back out and, and close out our time together. But this song is really going to become our anthem over the next three weeks. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. We trust in his plans. So worship together with us one more time.
one more time, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. We are going to be back at it next Sunday, and we're going to have a fresh new service for you to stream from home. So enjoy the rest of your day and stay tuned because at the conclusion of this service, I'm going to bring you some announcements and some next steps. God bless you, Lighthouse. We love you. Have an incredible day. Hey, what's going on? Thank you so much for tuning into today's broadcast of our Sunday worship experience. We are coming to you from the warehouse today. My name is Josh. This is my wife, Joanna. Together we serve as the pastors of Lighthouse Church, North County. Why don't you tell them about what just happened right now? We just had a great worship experience, and we hope that you are going to enjoy it in your homes. We hope that you were blessed, and we hope that we were able to just give you some faith over fear. Absolutely. So here's what we want you to do, because things are changing really quickly in the days and the weeks to come as a response to the coronavirus. The best thing you can do is follow us on social media at Lighthouse Church NC at both Instagram and Facebook platforms. In addition to that, at this point in time, we want to direct you to our giving options. You know, we are big on generosity. Why does generosity matter? Because it's all over the Word of God. In Luke chapter 6, the Word of God says that generosity is so important. When you make room for more, God is going to fill it up in the measure that you give to Him. So if you give to Him with a whole heart, with a generous heart, he's yeah. going to bless you in return. Luke chapter 6. We encourage you to look it up and be blessed through it. Yeah, it's so good. So here's how you can give online right from where you're at. On your smartphone or your device, you can go to our website, lighthousechurchnc.org, and click on the Give tab. You can also give by text. If you text the number 77 977 with the word Lighthouse Church NC, you can give your tithe, you can give your offering, and continue to support what God is doing here in the North County through this church. So thank you so much for tuning in. Is there anything else you want to tell them before we let I them go? I just to thank you for joining us, and we encourage you to stay connected. We want to pray with you. We want to journey with you through all this time. We'll see you next Sunday. Take care. See you next Sunday.